A young woman people can't stop talking about. Go Taylor. Taylor Swift. Taylor Swift. Taylor Swift. Yes, Taylor Swift. 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 Ish. What just happened? Oh, well, I am ready. Um, this is, of course, Swiftish Podcast. I'm Ashley. And I'm Shelby. And Shelby, one thing I've been, like, just stuck in my head, and it's not just been because of this episode, but it's been, like, since this music video has, <laughs> has been released. And I'll just, like, you know, just sing this around the house. My husband's like, where are you going tonight? And I, this is what I sing. <laughs> I'm going to be hungover. I'm go- I, I just sing that all the time. Like, I'm at work and I'm humming it. I'm like, well, I don't think people want to – they're going to be very confused. So confused. Isn't that like – didn't they do that as a TikTok video like years ago or something and that's where it comes from? So I don't know if that's a TikTok video they did years ago. I know that they did the TikTok right after the music video was released. No, it's like a song sure. that they wrote before. Not a okay. real song, but it was like a jokey reference, I think, to something okay. they did See, before. And I don't know that. <laughs> I, I know. Like, oh. it's, it's one of the psychotic amount of Easter eggs, I guess, that she put in that music video. Um, but it's catchy because it's, uh, it's a good time. I guess April 20, 2022, the Hi Am, Hey Am, sorry people if I'm saying it wrong, teases hungover song on TikTok ahead of concert. So that was like last year? Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah, I don't know why it started. Like, I don't understand where it came from, but it's been <laughs> a part of their oh. um, imprint this last bit. So I should have had a stuck in my head for a year yeah so, yeah yeah you're behind the curve but uh do, it's fine do you, listen, do you listen to them <laughs> no yeah I don't no. either and I like I mean I know a lot of Swifties listen to them because Taylor that's when they that's how they got introduced but I'm just like I don't know if if they're my cup of tea I honestly oh, I think a lot of like them but I honestly just haven't listened to them so that's why so no, no shade on them I know I know them because of Taylor um, I watched Alana in that that movie. What was that movie she was in? Licorice Pizza. Yes. So I watched yeah. Alana in that. So you know, I yeah. support them from afar when it's convenient <laughs> for me. I just need to download their album and listen to it when, or one of their albums, and listen to it when I'm on my way to work. Honestly, yeah. I mean, you're already <sighs> the number one fan of their unreleased singles, so I mean, <laughs> that's got to say something. <laughs> yes. So how are you doing, Shelby? How? How have you been enjoying this Taylor Quiet-esque time? <laughs> you know, it's good. My um, my other co-host, Matt, from PSU Wrong, was in town. And oh, so, um, yeah, we had a good time. But we were t- he was like, what's going on? Like, what's coming down the pipeline? And I was like, I don't know. He's like, what do you think she'll do with her concert? And I was like, I don't know. I don't He's know. like, do you think she'll release all of her albums before or during or after her tour? And I was like, I don't know. Like, I just feel like... I saw all these Reddit conversations where it's like, what's going to be her opening track on tour? Is it going to be Antihero? Is it going to be Lavender Haze? Or will it be like a throwback sort of thing? And I was like, I don't know. I feel like everything's just kind of a wild card because Mm -hmm. usually it's like so obvious, but it's like there isn't an obvious thing right now. Like it's like, yeah. Why hasn't she released Speak Now, Taylor's version? Like, why hasn't she released Lavender Lavender Haze? Haze? (laughs) Yeah, that's my question. And I can't, like, figure out what the strategy is. I know. Um, But maybe she's just busy. I don't know. Especially since, like, in the Bejeweled music video, there's so many, like, slap you in the face Easter eggs (laughs) about Speak Now. Like, there there were – Oh, I can't think of the name. There were dragons and there were castles and there was like pins and her outfits. Like it was just enchanted. Speak Not. She hit the number three. She goes to the 13th. The album color is the same as Speak Now. It's like, yeah. If there's one enchanted in the beginning, like it's just kind of like, okay, but when are we going to get it? Like, when are we going to, the two questions on every Swifty's mind Speak Now and when is Lavender Haze going to come out? (laughs) Like, like, when is that third music video coming out? I I have. I have no idea that those are. I know it's questions. all very odd because we're like two months out from tour, less than two months out, mm. and so it's sort of like I just I don't know <laughs> I don't know what the deal is. I don't want to say there's a delay because I'm sure there's some strategy, but mm-hmm. 
yeah, I'm not sure what it is because she talked about how she was going to release all three album, all three music videos at once. But then she was mm-hmm. talked into doing, you know, what? I want to do a full lead single. We'll do Antihero. And then Bejeweled came out like within the same week. Yeah. Um, so we know it's done. Like she had it ready to go. Um, we got the visual teasers for it. Yeah, and we also got in the Bejeweled music video, there is um, Kravitz, Zoe Kravitz. There's like a a, a picture of her and the other guy that they – something create, I forget his name, that like produced and co-wrote it with her. And so everyone was like, okay, she gave us that subtle hint that Lavender Haze is next. Yeah. I don't don't know. And and I feel like (laughs) at least like we need Lavender Haze before the tour starts – yeah. Just because it would just make more sense to kind of like wrap up those singles before tour starts, but it's called The Era, so I have no idea. I know. Ugh. And everyone's like, oh, it says meet me at midnight is the first line. It'll be a New Year's Eve drop. And then New Year's Eve came and went. And, mm-hmm. you know, it's just like, hmm, I'm yeah. curious. I'm curious if it's going to be a trickle of things to come throughout the year or if it's just going to be a huge massive dumping of everything what? we've been anticipating. But what do you want? Do you want a massive dump? <laughs> I would love a massive dump. That, you know, that part um, feels like so relieving. Just like, okay, get that out of there. <laughs> yeah. Finally. Yeah. Um, We're just constipated with Taylor Swift stuff. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's like, I, I can see her wanting to give Speak Now a chance for like its own moment again. Yes. Um, mm-hmm. Cause it was an album she wrote to prove something in the first place. Um, but if it's like in the middle of tour, then it's sort of like going to be drowned out anyway. So Mm -hmm. I don't know. I'm, I really don't under, like, I can't find some obvious reason. Like everything. Maybe maybe she thought she was just giving it too fast and too sudden because we got like, you know, folklore evermore. We got, um, red, we got midnights. We got like all of this stuff, like within the span of like a year and a half, I think maybe she's like, okay, I'm just going to like put a pause and maybe she's just like, okay, like I wanted to dump everything, but let's just kind of like keep it inside right now. Yeah. I think it'll be interesting. I mean, she obviously didn't show up to the Golden Globes. She did not get mm-hmm. nominated for an Oscar. I don't think. Mm-hmm. I, don't, I did not see it on my, my Swift news. I know. So I don't think so. Oscar best song Oscars. Let's just verify. <laughs> yes, we need it because you know people email us, and they do. Yeah, get no, mad she at didn't us. get a nod. It's um, which is honestly fair because a lot of these songs are just stronger. But um, yeah. so it's sort of like I don't know. I don't know. I can't yeah. figure out what she's doing. Um, and it's the first time because a lot of people, it's like, oh, you know, as soon as she drops an album, you have an idea of what's going to happen. You have all the yeah. stories before an album. But now it's like, and she gave us a roadmap, like what we thought was a roadmap of what was happening next in the Bejeweled music video. Like that, yeah. that's how it is. Um, we got an email from an Argentinian fan, which is like always wows me because like <laughs> someone in Argentina is listening to our podcast. And she was uh, saying that she like really loves our podcast. Um, you know, she has that time to listen to us while she's doing dishes. But she also was like, you know, when it comes to like, the next episodes, I would love for you to either cover You're On Your Own Kid or Lavender Haze. And mm. I was just thinking like as a response of like, I was like, well, You're On Your Own Kid. I picked this song last night. I don't have enough time to like <laughs> dive into track five yet. Yeah. And I was like, and Lavender Haze, I want to wait until that music video drops. I know. <laughs> we've talked about that. Like, come on. Like, when is it yeah. going to drop? Yeah. That's so what like, I keep waiting for too. Um, yeah. Maybe we're wrong. Maybe it's not Lavender Haze in the first place, but seems pretty obvious. Feel, did she I, confirm it was? She didn't confirm it, but like 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 you said, you're always like Taylor slaps us in the face. In yeah. those three music video segments that she dropped in that one video, there was like lavender haze. Smoke. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and then with the Zoe Kravitz, yeah, it's just like if it's not lavender haze, like yeah. what is like maybe I do give a weird like, credence vibe for the great war. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Maybe I do give credence to like, Oh, there's going to be what, what was that? I forget. I always forget that, that third Woodvale. album theory that Woodvale's alive. If Lavender Hayes is an yeah. act, Woodvale's alive. Like maybe it'll be the Woodvale music video. I have no idea. Yeah. Yeah. No, she's mm-hmm. been, she's been keeping quiet. I don't know. I think she was seen at like a restaurant in new Orleans yeah. this last week and that's it. Um, yeah. And who knows why she was there. I don't know. But um, 
I'm excited to talk about this song. I think it's a yes. it's a fun one. I remember we both liked it, right? Yeah, yeah, we both liked it. Okay. It was oh, funny good. because um, because like you said, Antihero and Bejeweled music video they were kind of like released within like the span of that week or the the first week and a half. Yeah. And in Antihero, she kind of makes fun of like, "There's no Easter eggs." Like. Don't look at this. And then we got bejeweled and it's just like slap you in the face Easter egg within the songs with with oof, heavily within the music video. Like yeah, heavily in the music video. So I like I kind of want to and you can you can tell me how you want to do it. I mean, people we're talking about bejeweled. We all know this. Um, do you want to talk about the music video first or do you want to talk about the music video as we go into the lyrics? Because I honestly don't know if I if I will remember the sequence. And I don't, I'm not. And I, <laughs> okay, I, yeah. I was going to say I don't really feel like it adds a lot. Like no, and I don't I don't have like a I don't want to do like a, a scene by scene. Yeah, yeah at yeah. all of the music video. Like yeah, that's exhausting. People, you can Google <laughs> it. I googled it. You can get like a go on TikTok. People, it, it's articles written about all the Easter eggs. There are so many. Well, what's interesting is it's like. Taylor herself on Jimmy Fallon was like, oh, there's a psychotic amount of Easter eggs. I needed a spreadsheet to track it. Mm-hmm. And like I was like, I was like, well, maybe I didn't pay attention that much. But then I like read all these articles. Mm-hmm. And it's not like that many. I don't know. It's like I feel like something like Ready for it had more because there were like mm-hmm. literal lyrics written on the wall that we didn't know were lyrics and like mm-hmm. stuff like that. Whereas this is just like yeah, she drives home the point about her album orders and the color theory around them and like, mm-hmm. oh, speak now and whatnot. But maybe maybe I just was expecting more when she said a psychotic amount, which I'm thankful there isn't more in a way. Mm-hmm. Um, but it was kind of like – it was interesting because it, to me it was kind of like, oh – there's not that many, right? <laughs> yeah. I mean, I, I think maybe she's she's even talking about like, you know, speak not, tire tacky wedge, yeah, yeah, yeah. clean swiftly, buy yeah. a snake. And then there, yes. there are tiny little things like, um, you know, if you watch a music video, uh, maybe there's like a reference to Taylor. This is, I have not read this. This is an Easter egg I threw out, a, I pulled out. But, oh you know, gosh. like she wins, spoiler alert, she wins the, the talent show because unlike – Cinderella, where you go and he chooses you, they had to enter a talent show. And whoever won this talent show won the keys to the castle and they won their, you know, the prince. And Laura Laura Durnham, she says, it is a single most defining thing that a lady could hope to achieve in her lifetime. The ring, um, the prizes of all prizes. Um, And so like, and then I was just kind of thinking about it because like an Easter egg within that is, you know, she wrote so many love songs throughout like her time Mm. like she when she was younger she was like oh the prize is to win this love and it's like the lifetime like that's that's one thing everyone thought she wanted to achieve that's what she wrote about that's what she wanted and then um she goes off and she wins it and then there's that um the thing where he gets down on his knee jack prince jack and proposes to her and she looks at the camera and she winks and i was like oh maybe this is kind of like a reference to being proposed to by an ex-boyfriend and, you know, forced to propose. And then she ghosts and she kept the castle because her kingdom, like the thing that this lady, the single most defining thing that this lady could achieve in her lifetime was her life's work, which was the keys to her masters. And so like, there's like an overall like Easter eggs, but then there's like those little, like a million little buttons. There's the color of the jewels. Like there's like slap you in the face ones, but yeah, I get ready for it. Even was, yeah. Yeah. Even look what you made me do had way more Easter eggs. Yeah. 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 Maybe that's what I'm looking for when I'm thinking of Easter eggs is more the thematic, like you have to be a fan to know it, like adding mm-hmm. something to the discourse, whereas a lot of these are just <clears throat> superficial. But yeah, like yeah. like even the, oh, the greatest thing a woman can achieve reminded me of Lavender Hayes and like her, I don't want that 1950s shit. Like, yeah, this isn't the most important thing to me type thing and her whole sort of anti-marriage rantings on this album. Um, But yeah, I like that. And I think there is like, as far as music videos go, I liked this one. I thought it was fun. You got like Mm -hmm. a lot of her looks through the eras. You know, you have her go to the fifth floor looking like her Wildest Dreams character, Sparkly and all the 1989 Blank Space stuff. Um, And I like her sort of spoken word, crafty 
comedy moments with the she did an anti-hero obviously and then at the beginning of this one um everyone seemed to be having a good time i love laura dern happy to see her there yeah um <laughs> shows taylor swift's continual reach across yeah. genre and um medium so maybe laura dern will feature in taylor swift's uh film feature film to come I know. Um, <laughs> that's the easter egg i'm waiting for um but yeah i think like compared to some of her earlier like like i think about the lover music videos and me especially where it's you can see she has a vision or like what was it cardigan where it's like mm-hmm. i don't know there's something a little bit more um she was being more like, or like over the top and yes. kind of cheesy and yeah. not like narratively driven necessarily. Um, so I like that this had a story to it, even if it kind of, <laughs> you know, came together very quickly in the end. And I have to say. <laughs> yes. What? 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 I'm nervous. <laughs> no, I love I love Taylor Swift. And honestly, when she danced in Look What You Made Me Do, I was like, yes, oh, get it. Learned that. I, but I the know dance here, yeah. <laughs> the, the, the talent competition featured in this music video, I was like, the girls around mm-hmm. her must be very untalented because this is not serving. This is not <laughs> working for me. I mean, it's a little, uh, little awkward, a little. Yes. not that I could do better but it doesn't look like her best she could do better and like well, yeah. what she just should have done if she really wanted to win that prince is do her look what you made me do dance yeah exactly. if she wanted to put an easter egg in there <laughs> but I think like she was uh, maybe in her mind she's like okay I have to tie it back to um to I forget to Dita Von yeah Von yeah She's like, okay, I had that yeah. scene with her. Now I have to yeah. like kind of incorporate that style into this. But yeah. I know, but stay yeah. in the cup or something, you know, because there was an angle of the music video where I was like, this is. Yeah. And it's not like, wow, Taylor's a bad dancer. It's more like I'm like, oh, wow, everyone's going to be talking about how bad a dancer Taylor is, which I guess I'm feeding into that narrative, but it was it, a it, it was theme the on chore- Twitter. It was just the the, the choreography wasn't great. And it just yeah. seemed like she didn't have like, like, I was like, I don't know why she won the talent show because she wasn't like, <laughs> she's done better. And it just seems like very like, like no rhythm. And it wasn't, yeah. it, it wasn't that she didn't have rhythm. There just wasn't any rhythm within the chore, chore yeah. and the dance. I can't say that word anymore. Yeah. So like, like you said, I'm not like dissing Taylor because we know she can, like we've been to her concerts. She can yeah, really like pull out. It's yeah. just that someone should have done a better job at making the scene. <laughs> yeah, no, but all in all, I, I like the music video. I think, mm. um she had fun with it it's yeah it was fun it was cute cute to have her do a twist on the cinderella story one Mm -hmm. because midnights two because it sort of has that vibe of like oh wait i don't need no man type energy Mm -hmm. uh she has bigger dreams um which is like what she doesn't need a white horse exactly yeah yeah very Mm. cute very fun um i love it and and I think when she talked about this song specifically on her iHeartRadio interview, um, she said that it's about finding confidence when you feel that it's been taken away for whatever reason. You know, mm-hmm. you're feeling insecure. You're feeling taken for granted. One of the things we love to do at night because we love to go dancing, we love to put on an outfit that makes us feel good, and we love to feel like we're still bejeweled. <laughs> still shining. Yeah. Um, and I feel like this is kind of a like some people love the song, some people hate it. It's very mm-hmm. much in line with past singles, such as Shake It Off, such as me. It's one of those glitter pin moments. Um, but it does feel like while she's explored this theme in other songs, perhaps, this is more of the like 22 energy, like you know, focus on me, the year mm-hmm. of selfish, like whatever it is compared to something more like finger pointing, like you did this, whatever you want to call mm-hmm. it. Like, uh, this is why we can't have nice things. So mm-hmm. I think it's nice because it's like a peppy f- fuck you, you know? <laughs> uh, explicit. <laughs> uh, a peppy F you, if you will. I think it's like it's like realizing she can be enchanting again. And I think that's mm-hmm. always a fun, um, f- 
fun moment in your life where there is something sad about this song, but mm. she's choosing not to focus on that. And, and that's a realistic sort of midnight moment, I think. Yeah. So one thing I like about the song is, uh, I mean, well, first off, before I tell you what I like about the song, what do you think the song is about? Oh, like, listen, I'm, I'm all in on it being like the Calvin Harris Met Gala mm-hmm situation Mm -hmm. do i think there's some readings that could make it more Mm loosey-goosey generalized sure but i think it's that's what kind of inspired it for me (laughs) yeah so i i feel like similar to um what was it i I can't think of the song that we did that we both kind of had that double take on mastermind similar to mastermind Mm. i kind of feel like this can take like a double meaning because yes calvin harris you have so many um so many references like, and I asked the band and the band asked me like, if, do you have a man? I say, I don't remember. And then saying like, you know, don't put me in the basement basement when I want the penthouse of your, your heart. But I also think that like, there's some stuff about big machine and getting her masters back too. Hmm. Um, like I reclaimed the lamb, the lamb, <laughs> I reclaimed the, the, the land, you know, I can still make this whole place shimmer. Like there, there's so much stuff that can really be credit to to both of those and that's what I think is so amazing about her mind and her work is that she can like put two themes into one song or I can take out one meaning you can take out a different meaning and <laughs> yeah. we can look within these lyrics and we can both be like hey but this is this is my like was why I think this and you're like and this is why I think that and I, I think that's great but I will say I, I think it's kind of like a, a dual meaning too because there's some stuff that I'm like oh what does that mean that has to be Calvin and the other yeah. one's like, oh, that's talking about her masters. Yeah. Well, and it's interesting because for an album where she hyped it up as being really specific, mm-hmm. every song does feel a little, not generic, but almost like two steps removed. So it's mm-hmm. a little blurry about um, exact details, which isn't obviously always how her music goes. Usually you have something grounding like the details in All Too Well or um, Dear John or uh, Back to December. Um, But this, as one of her pop songs, especially falls into the same, not trap, but like existence that you get in Shake It Off, that you get in um, Look What You Made Me Do, where it is more like thematic than Mm -hmm. narrative. Mm-hmm. And so it does feel more like, to her point, this is just about finding confidence. Like, mm-hmm. don't you just need those nights where you hype yourself up and go out and have fun? And so I can see her writing it from a more um, generic POV mm-hmm. than just like a very specific April 29th, let's say. But <laughs> yeah. And then in true Taylor Swift pa- fashion, she has to put something in there that will get people talking and get people yeah. analyzing the lyrics like we are. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> well, do you want to get into it? I am yeah, reading this. This was my pick of the week, um, partially because there's already so much stuff out there and I didn't have to really dig that deep. <laughs> Uh, verse one baby love i think i've been a little too kind didn't notice you walking all over my peace of mind and the shoes i gave you as a present putting someone first only works when you're in their top five and by the way i'm going out tonight yeah that is and you know i this is probably where i do feel like a lot of ties to high infidelity um Mm -hmm. which is very much in my mind specific to calvin harris i feel like this follows the night before and then high infidelity is like oh let's talk about this i guess <laughs> yeah um, because we have because, and we have a photo of her on april 29th when she's out in that like bleach yeah. ala phase and she's literally wearing yeah a dress that is bejeweled very yes. much so yeah like, hmm. looking hot looking good yeah. and that was all around the time where it came out where calvin harris was doing the interviews where he's like oh i'd never work with her like we're too different type thing mm-hmm. and the stories about like taylor not feeling supported by him um and i think it you know <clears throat> we'll get into this with my analysis of high infidelity someday but that seems like such an obvious um connection to the movie high fidelity mm-hmm. which I think is mimicked here when she says, oh, putting someone first only works when you're in their top five, because that's literally like the plot of High Fidelity, where it's this guy who works at a music shop. He's dumped by his girlfriend because he's like, she's like, you don't value me. You just want to sit here with your boys. And all they do at work is make like top five lists. And so and he goes Zoe, through. Right. Zoe Kravitz is in High Fidelity. Oh, I don't know. It's Keanu. 
I thought it was – I don't think she's in it. Is she? Okay. She's in something Fidelity-related, so I wasn't sure if that's, that's what it was. Check. It's that's John Cusack. Okay. Well, then never mind if John Cusack's in it. Okay. Yeah. I was going to say, I don't think they <laughs> cross paths. There's, a, t- there's like, a TV show called High Fidelity. And oh, has, okay. And um, Zoe Kravitz in it. So that's – Oh, yeah. At yeah, least yeah, I'm yeah. not like branching like, no, way off. Yeah. Okay. Sorry. <laughs> Connecting go ahead. dots. But no. Um, so, anyways, he's constantly making type fo- top five lists throughout the movie. And then he's revisiting his top five relationships to see what went wrong. Hmm. And so I think this line, like, oh, putting someone first only works when you're in their top five, to me, reads more closely to that than something like the MySpace, like, yeah. oh, you have your top eight. Like, people or like your old phone plans where you have your favorites (laughs) which i could also see that it's also similar to like tying in the myspace of you know this guy is trying to make the top five of his his relationships like Mm -hmm. you know that's what people were basically doing on myspace but i didn't know that i'm gonna have to watch that movie yeah and i think it's i mean i could be wrong i maybe she's never seen it but it just feels like there's too many pointed reference that it's like a coincidence at this point Mm -hmm. but i think it's like that narrative feels exactly like what's happening here where she's like, huh, maybe I've been giving you too much grace to like let you walk all over me. Like I've given so much to the rela- this relationship, including the very f- shoes on your feet mm-hmm. and Paper you're just disrespecting car. me like this. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Walking all over me. Yeah. And I mean, Calvin Harris, obviously big name, big star. I'm not going to pretend that Taylor Swift made him more famous mm-hmm. or brought more attention to him. But I think what's telling is that she did co-write the song that he was being interviewed around this time and he's not giving her any credit and instead is literally walking over the idea of working with her, kind mm-hmm. of diminishing her and being like, oh yeah, no, that would never be something we do as yeah. he's talking about a song that she, in fact, did with him. Yeah, and it kind and of, so, like, makes it seem like he diminished her work. Like, mm-hmm. her work wasn't wasn't worthy enough to be by his name, which yeah. in my mind is the other way around. So, yeah, it's just she, – she was a little too kind. She did help yeah. him with the song. Maybe she shouldn't have. She yeah, she did. Yeah. yeah, she sang backup, and he wouldn't yeah. even pretend that he'd be excited to work with her someday. Mm-hmm. And I think that's also, like, a clever – refrain where it's like I think I've been a little little too kind I didn't notice you walking all over my peace of mind like she Mm -hmm. is at this moment of reflection where she's like hold on why have I been putting up with this and I think Mm -hmm. we all get to that point where you know we have like toxic friendships or relationships where it's like you look back and you're like I can't believe I went along with that or Mm -hmm. like normalize that because when you say it out loud you're like what was I (laughs) thinking why would I go with that and so I like that this captures that essence where it's like wow I didn't even notice you were destroying me until it was a little too late and so now I'm just I'm gonna peace out I'm gonna go see how the other half lives almost yeah and then just to prove her point when she did peace out he was such a jerk and such an ass (laughs) and just like walked all over her name and just like try to bring her down so that yeah. I, I think that only reiterates a point that it's like yes you should have gone out you should have shown that night like <laughs> I don't feel bad even if you did cheat on him like <laughs> even if the lines got a little blurred uh <laughs> yeah <laughs> mm-hmm. okay let's go into the chorus best believe I'm still bejeweled when I walk in the room I can still make the whole place shimmer when I meet the band they ask do you have a man I could still say I don't remember familiarity breeds contempt don't put me in the basement when I want the penthouse of your heart diamonds in my eyes I polish up real I polish up real nice and then insert nice. here if you want to <laughs> insert little cute little yeah. penny going nice yeah, we did listen to this on the way to daycare today uh, for for studying purposes. Um, but she does still say it, and it's very cute. Yeah, uh, and it does sound exactly like this because that's something that people have criticized. I saw this whole thread the other day about like what lyric makes you cringe in Midnight's, and there's like a lot of different answers. But one of them that kept coming up is, "I just hate this baby voice in in Bejeweled when she says nice." And to me, I feel like that's something I've been thinking about with Midnight's as a whole, where it Mm -hmm. seems like something about this album is camp, where Reputation was like leaning into this, oh, you think I'm a bad girl? Like, fine, I'll sing about how you view me type thing. Mm -hmm. 
And this feels like someone who's like looking back with a sort of sardonic, um, winking examination of her past, knowing that she's very content and happy with where she is. Mm -hmm. And so everything is kind of looked at through these rose colored glasses, not, not romanticizing the past, but more being like, oh, honey, it wasn't even like that didn't matter as much as you thought it did. That was more important than you thought it did. Here, let's let's break this down and kind of explore that. And so this song, when it's about someone she doesn't respect, not respecting her, I think it's natural that there's this almost playfulness to how she um, brushes it off. And um, I think it's kind of corny on purpose where mm-hmm. this man doesn't take her seriously he doesn't respect her. He doesn't want to be associated with her professionally. And she's like, oh, well, you don't think I'm deep enough. You don't think I'm cool enough. You don't think I can ride with you. Like, you think I'm this, like, shallow bimbo. Like, fine, let's <laughs> sing about it. Like, let's try yeah. it. Like, yeah. and you'll see how you feel when I'm gone. You'll see how I feel when I have another top song doing the things that you hate from me. And it's very much giving we are never, ever getting back together, mm-hmm. choosing a genre or a style where she knows it'll irritate the person who didn't give her the respect she deserved in the first place. And so that kind of feels like the whole package here where it's like, oh, you know, don't like shove me away because you're embarrassed of me or you think there's something better out there. Like I am glitter. I'm, you know, I'm all glitter and gold. I, I can be silly. I can write these pop hits, these earworms that you might not take as seriously, but like look at me shine. Mm-hmm. And so I respect mm-hmm. that. I respect that hustle from her. Yeah, I do too. And I love, you know, she's almost the shade that she throws at him. You know, when I meet the band, they ask, do you have a man? She could say, I don't remember. Like, I love that. Cause yeah. it's just kind of like, mm, like, y- like you're not worth it to me. Like <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm just like a speck in your eye. Like I know that I know my worth. Yeah. I know I'm bejeweled. I know people, put me as their number one in their top five. Um, So it's so interesting that she's like, I can still shimmer. Like you've taken my glow away, but Mm -hmm. I'm amazing. Like how do you not know that? I'm (laughs) effing Taylor Swift. Watch me wreak havoc on a single night out. Watch the headlines I get. Watch the breakdowns of my outfit. Watch everyone, you know, vying for my attention. And she's like remembering her power, even if it is a superficial power in this instance, in this song, Mm -hmm. it's still like, hey, you know what? I can still make the whole place shimmer. And I think that's an interesting parallel to mirror ball, which is very much about like, oh, I'm a mirror ball and I want to make this place shine or whatever, where it feels like that's the more serious, like sad part of this. But Mm -hmm. at the time, in this moment, it pays off. And she's like, you know what? I'm going to lean into this. Like, I'm going to go have mm-hmm. fun. I'm going to go party. I'm going to go get the headlines, the paparazzi shots, like whatever. Cause I'm still like, I, I can still make the whole place shimmer. Yeah. And she's not shimmering for anybody. Like we haven't all too well, the idea, the 10 minute version, the idea mm-hmm. you had of me, who was she and never needy, every ever lovely jewel who shines reflects on you. Like she's not yeah. shimmering for anybody else. She's not reflecting what everyone else wants to see. She is going mm-hmm. out as herself, shimmering, shining because she wants to. Uh, mm-hmm. And I, I find it interesting, you know, how you said like she like headlines, um, what's Taylor Swift wearing now? And I'm thinking back then and I, I mean, I could just be wrong, but I'm sure if Calvin Harris stepped out with Taylor Swift, headlines would be like, Calvin Harris is out on the night without Taylor. Where's Taylor? Why are yeah. Taylor and Calvin together? Like Taylor can like steal the headlines. Whereas yeah. probably back then it was more like no one was reporting on Calvin Harris just to report on Calvin Harris. Like, yeah. yes, he does have a name, but people were reporting on Calvin Harris because Calvin and Taylor were yeah. not because Taylor was attached to him. Like, oh, yeah. yes, you said he was something. Yeah. But he was an even more something because of Taylor. Well, that's why I love familiarity breeds contempt because it's mm-hmm. like, look at how we got here. Like, oops, we we got caught up in something that wasn't healthy for either of us. And now mm-hmm. we're both irritated by the things that maybe drew us to each other in the first place because Calvin Harris met her at an awards show and – you know, if you believe the Vogue interview where you see the like text in the background that they have framed, he like had sent her a message that was like, 
I can't stop thinking about you type thing. And I think that's interesting where it's like he was drawn to her shimmer mm-hmm. and now he's like resenting that she can still go out and and get that attention and 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 shine brighter than him. Mm-hmm. And she's like, well, you can't just hide me away. Like we were supposed to be on this level playing field. You were supposed to be a partner who finally supported and understood me. But instead you're trying to like pretend I don't exist in both your professional and personal life. You're saying you're not showing up when I need you. And I think that um, that's reflected in diamonds in my eyes, which is so referential to tears usually and this like sadness, but she's flipping it on its head and being like, Mm -hmm. even with that sadness, I can still polish up real nice. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And if if we want to look at this chorus in like a a master's kind of way, you do see that like when I, when I walk in the room, I can make the whole place shimmer. Um, Don't we put me in the basement when I want the penthouse of your heart. Uh, I polished up real nice. Like you can talk about how she's recording her, her album and she can do it without Mm. big machine. And you know, she's polishing up her masters. She's doing a great job at it. She doesn't want to be put in the corner in the basement. She wants to be in the penthouse of this industry. And they're just trying to like tie her down with these, uh, with these contracts and, you know, not letting her own her own work. Yeah. There's that. So Nice. And (laughs) and then verse two, baby boy, I think I've been too good of a girl, too good of a girl. Did all the extra credit, then got graded on a curve. I think it's time to teach some lessons. I made you my whole world. Have you heard? I can reclaim the land and I miss you, but I'm a sparkling. Uh, Good stuff. Yes. I love this because um, I remember that Olay song Calvin Harris released right when she started dating Tom Hiddleston. And he has that dumb line where he's like, I see online that you've begun to be a good girl and take trips mm-hmm. with your boyfriend. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and it's just like, ew, first of all, disgusting. Yeah. Uh, don't go calling him a good girl. Like, bleh. And also yeah. just like, oh, you're doing things with him you never wanted to do with me. Whatever. Um, and so I like that she sort of turns that on her head. Um, where in the first verse, she's like, maybe I've been too kind. And so then she freaking just, you know, mm-hmm. <laughs> sticks it to him. Um and that's the theme of this verse where she's like, I did all the extra credit. You know, I was showing up for you. I was writing mm-hmm. music with you. I was being quiet about it. And then I somehow got graded on a curve where you think less of me for that. And so then mm-hmm. she's like, I think it's time to teach some lessons. And she really does just like lay down the law almost where she's mm-hmm. like, I made you my world. I always wanted a long-term partner. I was obsessed with this like happily ever after I planted your little olive tree in my backyard. I've talked you up to all my little like blah, 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 you know, my boyfriend, Adam, whatever. Mm-hmm. And she's like, but have you heard? I can reclaim the land. Like she's like, mm, squatter, <laughs> squatter's rights, get out of here. Like I'm, I'm still in control of this lease. Okay. Mm-hmm. So like you don't have the power here and I miss you, but like I don't feel like myself when I'm with you. So I'm going to mm-hmm. choose me. Yeah. And so like. I was reading Reddit through this and a lot of people are like, it doesn't really make sense that she says she misses any of her old relationships. And so they were talking about, you know, her master's, you know, she did all the extra mm. credit. She got graded on the curve. She They weren't going to give her her master's. She had to work for it. And then she's going to teach lessons on how she, how great she is. And she doesn't miss them. Like she misses them, but she wants to like mm. sparkle and own her stuff. But yeah. I don't necessarily think that she, like, given the Calvin Harris of it all, I don't think that, I think this could still go to Calvin, but she's not writing it in the here and now. She's not yeah, saying, exactly. I miss you, Adam, Calvin. Yeah. <laughs> uh, she's saying right here, she's thinking about that night when she went out. Yes, she missed him. She probably would have rather have gone out with him, but being with him didn't make her feel sparkly, didn't make her feel new, didn't make her feel like she was like the belle of the ball. Yeah. So I, I so whoever whoever wrote that on on Reddit like yes like I see where you're coming from but also it was them it was that yeah right. yeah and I think even when you like that's what you're mourning when a relationship ends is the mm-hmm. good stuff of what mm-hmm. it was before it went bad and I think that's why it's like a nice insert there where it isn't just like a f you but it's like we had something good and I miss mm-hmm. you but like I can't do this anymore mm-hmm. yeah. Exactly. I'm glad she left because when you break up with someone and then you see how they react to it and the fallout of that, yeah. it only reiter- reiterates, you know, if they do did what Calvin did, 
Yeah. Is everything okay? There's a bug. It's just <laughs> disgusting. Uh, but it only reiterates, like, that's why I left. Like, I miss, like yeah. you said, the good times. I remember the good times, but I yeah. need a sparkle. Well, and, like, with Mirrorball, which is such a deeply, like, intimate, sad song where she's talking about her need to people please and how she wants to be herself, but people just see these pieces of her. Mm-hmm. And on the same hand, she craves that limelight and she doesn't know how to let it go. Like, I think this is an interesting flip of the coin um, to that idea where she's like, I miss sparkling. Like, I I do. There is a part of me that, like, wants this. And is that wrong? And so I think it's, like, nice that she has mm-hmm. these nuance throughout her career where it's like, is there a perfect answer? No. Is she a perfect figure? No. She's... She's doing her best, so. I mean, a part of their whole relationships, though, is you you take the person in their, their worst times and their best times, and you, like, work together with that. It just sounds like just wasn't up there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, let's go into the bridge. I'm, I always love to hear your takedown of a bridge, and, like, especially <laughs> Taylor Swift bridge. So, sapphire tears on my face. Sadness became my whole sky. But some guy said my aura is moonstone just because he was high, and we were dancing all night. You can try and change my mind, but you might want to – might have to wait in line. What's a girl going to do? A diamond's got to shine. That's cute. I like I like this song. Like I I don't get the criticism of it cuz it's just like fun to me and yeah. the bridge builds nicely. Mm-hmm. Um she's very talky in it, but it works as a theme and I've never had a problem with her corny yeah. pop, you know? Like I love mm-hmm. it. Yeah. I love I love those except, songs for <laughs> except for me. Except for me, which is just <laughs> Yeah. Um but I like this because because there is a way it builds where she – there's this part – there's almost this crossroads as she sings it where she's like, sapphire tears on my face. I could be sad. I could sit in my – and wallow in these feelings. And she's almost like pining for that. But then she's like, but I did end up having like a good time. I ended up having a wild time. I'm going to focus on that. And the whole like – journey of this bridge is so provocative to me as a mm-hmm. you know Taylor Swift historian and someone who's obsessed <laughs> with that like put that on your back gala night I just yes. like I want to just rewind time and witness it all um because like this some guy said my aura's moonstone just because he was high um, mimics yeah. the paper rings line where she says the moon was high is high mm-hmm. like the your friends were the night that we first met his friends were dancing high, all night he probably was high yeah, right. <laughs> yeah. I mean, wherever it goes. Um, and we were dancing all night. Very much brings to mind the Tom Hiddleston viral mm-hmm. moments where they were dancing during the Met Gala. And this whole, you can try to change my mind, but you might have to wait in line. Also seems like a playful jab at the fact that she didn't, she not only met Tom Hiddleston, but she also met Joe and created a tangled web that summer. Um, and it became this like back and forth with her and her breakup with, Calvin Harris, where he was like, they had their joint statement, then he retracted it and he said some mean stuff. And then he's like, whatever, I respect her as an artist. And then he said more mean stuff. And it's like, he was clearly like spinning out. And she's like, I got two guys on my tail right now. Like, you think yeah. I'm paying attention to you? Mm-hmm. Do we know who was at the party she went to on April 29th? It was like girlfriends. I I would really love to know what happened April 29th. Yeah. I don't like, know. What if she, like, because, you know, everyone's going to be in town because of the Met Gala. Because it's April 29th. May 1st was when mm-hmm. the gal- the Met Gala mm-hmm. was. I wonder, like, I know like, one person Googled Joe's name on, like, May 1st <laughs> or May 2nd, whatever, whenever that, that night. But I do wonder if she met him before the Met Gala. And then, you know, like, the Met Gala kind of just, like, solidified it. Because, yes, we do have in the song, she had that bleach, bleach hair, he had the buzz cut. But he also had the buzz cut April 29th. He also had the yeah. buzz – like she had bleached hair on um, April 29th. So I wonder like was it Joe? Did she meet him first? Was Tom mm. Hiddleston up there? Like 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 everyone just wants to know and everyone's just wondering. Or maybe it was just some random one-night stand that – Well, and I don't um, even think like the line in High Infidelity has to mean like explicitly I banged like, someone that night. I feel like what's interesting about that whole weekend is I remember like tracking that for whatever reason it like stuck (laughs) in my mind where she showed up to the Met Gala solo and that was a surprise. That was. And so there were headlines that it was like, oh, he was supposed to come but didn't. Mm -hmm. So I feel like there was something that happened 
regardless of Joe or Tom, where it was like they were fighting. And that's mm-hmm. why I think this song is such an interesting reflection on that time where it's like, you you took me for granted. It made both of us mad. And now we're dealing with the fallout, but you don't even know how bad it's going to get at this point where he's yes. like, hmm, I am just going to live my life as my shiny self. And I think that I would love to know what happened April 29th, but I'm not sure it has a direct like Joe Alwyn or Tom Hiddleston tie-in so much as things were bad in their relationship. And that was sort of a final straw. And it it makes me wonder if we're going to get like a bonus track with more Easter eggs on the reputation. Reputation track track 19, April 29th. And (laughs) track 29. (laughs) Track 29. 29 tracks. (laughs) I look forward to it. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Okay, and then we go back into to the the chorus and then into the outro. Best believe I'm still the jeweled. When I walk in the room, I can still make the whole place shimmer. And when I meet the band, they ask, do you have a man? And I could still say, I don't remember. Familiarity breeds contempt. Don't put me in the basement when I want the penthouse of your heart. Diamonds in my eyes. I polish up real nice. I polish up real nice. And we were dancing and you can try to change my mind, but you might have to wait in line. What's a girl going to do? What's a girl going to do? I polish up nice. Best believe I'm still the jeweled. When I walk in the room, I could still make the whole place shimmer. <laughs> and do you, jeweled. have you seen the, the, the reading of, do you have a man? I can still say I don't comma remember. Yes. Yes. I have. Have seen you that. like verified what source uses the comma? Because I don't have the lyric book, so I don't know what she wrote. I, so I, think I have the lyric book. I have not opened it, but I should. <laughs> um, according to Genius Lyrics, where I copy everything and paste it because it's really nicely done, um, yeah. it says, I could sit, still say comma, I don't remember. Yeah, that's how it is for me too. But I wonder in the lyric video, I'm going to look it up really fast because- Yeah, I wonder if like the band is the Hyam sisters and it's like, do you have a man? And she's like dancing with someone. She goes, I don't wink, remember? That would be intriguing. Everyone was like, yes, the comma. We need to know about the comma because this is an important context of this chorus. <laughs> I know it on? is. It is. And I'm trying to find it on the YouTube song lyric video. Oh, the lyric video. I think video. that might be a better source. What if she – Where is it? Okay, okay, okay. They say, do you have a man? I could still say I don't. No, there's no comma. Okay. I, it like so I don't know where that came from. I I'd be interested to know how she wrote it because either way I think it's about the same time where she's like, you know, we were on a break type thing. <laughs> and that could explain some stuff, but um I feel like how it's written makes the most sense in the context where it's like I can still say I don't remember. Like it's sort of there's a vague threat to it, which mm-hmm. I love. I love a salty mm-hmm. Taylor, so I do too. Anyways. Yeah. <laughs> And that's what I was telling my husband when he, when he said I should only go to one Taylor Swift concert. Yeah. Like, hmm. Are you sure you want to test this? <laughs> yes. Right. Exactly. Life and death. Life and death. <laughs> um, okay. Well, let's get into our vault editions. We have eight minutes left to wrap this baby up. Um, what is the Taylor of it all for you? I think I honestly like the line, don't put me in the basement when I want the penthouse of your heart. Why do you steal that? Like, literally, that's what I was going to say. Go ahead. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, because people are hating on it, and it makes yeah. me want to stand up for it. People I are like, like, oh, it's it. so clunky. What does that mean? Why is she singing about basements? Is this a kidnapping? And it's like, no, it's just a clever way to, like, say someone has kind of lost interest in her. It's, like, been yeah. thrown into the garage. It's been thrown into the basement. It's not, like, it, it's not mattering in their life anymore. Mm-hmm. And she's like, excuse me, sir. I want to be number one celestial kingdom-esque king of your heart. You know, like Mm -hmm. it's like, what are we doing here? Why do you think this belongs in the basement? I just love it. I haven't heard people make fun of it because of a kidnapping. I've always thought of it as like, I want to be your number one. Like, I don't want to be 
pushed away and belittled, like treat me like I am a jewel, like I am yeah. shimmering and shining. Yeah, exactly. Um, I so I wonder if our Easter egg is going to be the same. My The Easter egg that I like is the – but some guy said my aura is moonstone just because he was high. First of all, because, you know, Joe, but also because she's yeah. like – talked about like my aurora borealis green she said um aurora and other stuff and just you know joe being high <laughs> it also shed some light into him because i don't think i would ever tell someone if i was high or not drunk or not just myself be like oh shelby your aurora is midnight blue like i my just aura, I, yeah. that's not my personality Glowing. yeah <laughs> No, I should have Googled what that aura means, what that aura signifies. But um, I did actually like that too, mostly because the paper rings reference where yes. I think it's a nice – it seems like a very specific moment that she puts in here. Mm-hmm. And I do wonder if that was sort of an inside joke with her and Joe on some level because um, it does feel kind of like random here. But mm. I appreciate it. Me too. Okay. Um, you know, this is where I see where where, where we are at the same – yeah. Um, when it comes to our Taylor taste, what is a song great for you? I guess I'd say like a B minus. I say B plus. Yeah. But, you know, B plus is pretty low on my scale. Yeah, I know. Yeah. I know. <laughs> I like it. Because I was it. trying to think of like how other popcorn hits like compare to it. And I think this is like fun and fine. Mm-hmm. It It's like exactly what it needs to be. But in the grand scheme of things, it's not her best. Mm-hmm. And do you want to see it on tour? Do you think it's going to be I'm 100 percent positive it'll be on tour. Yeah, it's a single. It's I hope be on she tour. does the dance. That that one guy. I don't know the TikTok guy dance. Yeah. <laughs> yes. We, we it, love it's a good. Honestly, be- a better. Um, uh, talent competition move than the dance she does in the music video so i welcome it <laughs> he wins the keys to the taylor swift kingdom yeah. that sweet boy exactly. in that video <laughs> i love it yeah <sighs> well if you guys want to see us uh talking if you want to see shelby swatting away a fly oh, it's been so irritating <laughs> You can find our Patreon. It is linked in our Instagram. Um, it'll be up tonight or tomorrow morning. We're excited about that. Um, but where can we? Where can they find us besides that, Shelby? I'll let you take it away now. Oh man, yeah, no, we're on. We are on Instagram, mm-hmm. Swiftish Podcast. Yes. Um, Ashley is on TikTok, Swiftish Podcast, and Millennial Swifty. Yes. Great content across the board. <laughs> if you want to we, see a really cute girl in a one-year-old photo shoot dressed yes. in like I love Taylor the Saturn S. detail. I don't know where yes. you got it, but obsessed. Can't wait for oh, the yes. photos. Oh, yes. NASA. So it's so just um, – we have two, two minutes. I did a photo shoot for my little Cora. She's going to turn one years old. And in her room, we have love you to the moon and to Saturn. Oh. Um, and so I pulled from that and did a folklore-ish photo shoot. Anyways. So yes. cute. Love it. Um, And you can always send us an email or write us a review on Apple Podcasts. But we'll probably be back next week. I don't know what I'll choose to cover. I'll have to think about it. Um, Pressure's on. And maybe, maybe, maybe we'll get something from Taylor. (laughs) Maybe we'll (laughs) do Lavender Haze. (laughs) Yeah, maybe she'll finally hear this and be like, oh, yeah, I forgot. I forgot (laughs) I have that. It's like in the pocket with all my stars. (laughs) There it is. She's like, oh, shoot. Yeah, publish. I thought I hit that. (laughs) Um, But until next time, I'm Shelby. And I'm Ashley. And Taylor, you do make this whole place shimmer. Bye. (laughs) Bye.